The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Avraham Shkedi is on the line with us here and we're going to be talking about his book They Built Israel. Good afternoon, Avi. Good to you too. Now, what was it that inspired you to write this book? In midlife, I realised that uh, we are witnessing a generation unlike uh, we haven't had in 2,000 years. Jewish people for 2,000 years were aspiring to rebuild their country, but nothing happened. There were people that tried here and there, but nothing happened. And I was the son of a person, of two people that actively decided they were not refugees, they left Europe before the war, to rebuild the country, knowing that they were going to a country that was desolated, neglected, and uh, yet they left their family and went to build their country. I didn't understand that when I was young, but when I realized that, I was in the United States, they were in Israel, and although I visited, but it was not enough to do good communications. And fortunately for me, I got to spend the last five days of my father's life next to me. He was totally coherent. He was all focused. And I asked him questions about his youth, which inspired him. And he actually was amazing. Uh, he, he He came back to his dreams. And before he died, he told me, look, I had a great dream. We did a lot of stuff, but it's not finished. Uh, he knew he was gone. He knew he was dying, but he told me it's not done. It's not finished. We got to have a safe home for Jews to go to. So I was sitting right next to him. I wrote every little bit that I could on paper, and I promised him that I was going to write it for his family, for his kids, his grandkids, for posterity. My daughter read my writings and asked me to rewrite it and input contemporary historical events so that they better understand the magnitude of their grandparents' life. And out came what I believe something, an amazing story in Jewish history in a chapter that was 2,000 years in waiting. And it happened at the late end of the 19th century into the 20th century. Uh, My life, so to speak, compared to what we're used to, is absolutely magnificent, but not understanding how I got there is a big, big omission. So I wanted my kids to know how 
fortunate they are because of their grandparents. And since I incorporated some contemporary history, I think a lot of people uh, would relate to it because they too live dream life, but not remembering their forebearers' contribution to their dream life. One uh, of many, but one uh, example, my father was in a... uh, in a room with a bunch of people that all they they were waiting to die in dignity. All they were do, having is uh, the uh, medical system was administering anti-pain period, but most people were in coma. People that were sitting next to me, my, the doctors uh, gave my father antibiotics because of me, because I was going to spend a few days with him. They wouldn't do it for 95-year-old, 96-year-old people with cancer and dying. People that were sitting near me and listening to conversation with my father, uh, I had people tell me, you know, my father lying here, he had the same story. So my story is my parents, but not just my parents. There's a whole generation. The first one in 2,000 years to accomplish what people have been praying for for 2,000 years, but were unable to accomplish. And has understanding your parents' hardships changed your view on life? Combined with reading general history, uh, I, I've made my life a success in business world, so to speak. But I don't see myself any more or any less than just a passenger going through life. And I appreciate the contributions of people that came before me. Uh, My parents were bent on helping people, even though they were strangers, as much as they can. So have I. I've learned and I I just... uh, I'm here a passenger and every fellow passenger next to me, if I can contribute positively to their life, I'm there for them. That, that's, that's a, a mission for me. I, I enjoy it. And uh, it's a great deal to help other people, to see them smile, to see people that they don't have to say. You just look at their face and, you know, you did something that put a smile on their face. And it makes my heart sing. Yeah. Your book comes within the history genre. Have you always loved reading about history? I started reading. I, I be, I be, my statement is that I matured when my first daughter was born. I was about 26 years old, and I first started asking, what's the point in my life? I started reading, and I never stopped. And a lot of the education that I had in my younger days was uh, focused on uh, the religious aspect of Judaism. And I developed a curiosity of what other people said about the same period that were not of Jewish bent. And the more I read, the more I know, the more I know I don't know. And I just keep exploring. Uh, it's endless. It's, it's so many people, so many opinions, so many occurrences that shaped our lives. And uh, it, it just said reading has become a, the, most, the best part of my life. And how do you think this book will resonate with a lot of readers? People that like history, people that like... Uh, uh, my, my parents followed a dream and they worked unrealistically hard, long and focused to achieve a dream. So achieving achievers, just plain achievers, got nothing to do with necessarily Judaism, just people that follow dreams and work for it. That, that's an amazing story. 
and people that like uh, or interested in Jewish history. Uh, we, we now have a country called Israel that is an amazing country. Seven years ago, it wasn't so certain that it was going to be that. It wasn't yeah. so clear. It wasn't so easy. How close do you personally feel to your homeland. America has been great for me. America has been more than a dream come true. Uh, Israel is my birthplace and knowing the history I know now, uh, Israel needs to be supported and I am one that would support it to my dying day. What was it that made you move away from Israel? A woman. answer your question? Yeah, I think it pretty much does. I think a lot of people can relate to that as well. Yeah, I married an American-born woman. I should actually, her name was Barbara, and she was a good-hearted American woman that felt a fanatic to Israel. She came to Israel as a volunteer, and I just uh, worked with her for a while. She was a very, very, uh, as far as Judaism is concerned, very committed. And I felt for her, and she was a good woman. Yeah. And uh, I just, I say a woman laughingly, but uh, no, she she was more than just a bike path. She was a very good woman. And are there plans for you to write another book? And will it be part of the same genre, if so? I have uh, outlined myself a book about uh, pursuing dreams and progress. And uh, I did that for years. I was That was one of the things that I was a plumber. And I always told myself, what am I going to do when I can no longer go plumbing? So I made myself notes. I haven't said that. After I focused on my parents' life, I have to write a book about uh, dreaming and achieving. And I think it's going to be a great one. Sounds exciting. And in the meantime, where are we able to find this book, which is called They Built Israel? I uh, contacted an organization called uh, Woodbridge uh, Publishers, and I believe the book is available right now in every major bookstore. Uh, in, 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 it's going to be in Hebrew in a couple, in a month or so. Right now in English, it's available, and it's called The People Who Build the State of Israel. And uh, I spotted it. I checked up before this uh, interview. And it's available at Barnes & Noble, it's available at Amazon, and I'm told it's available in every major bookstore. Great. Well, many thanks for talking to us today. It's been great to have you on. I appreciate your time. You have yourself a wonderful day. The Toby Gribben Show!